Good morning, this is Chris Shoemaker, also known as Yehuda Ben Shomer, and you're listening to Coffee with Chris, the time of the day where we share a cup of coffee and share a bit of the Word of God. Today is Sunday, therefore it's a new week and a new tour portion. The tour portion is called Kitavo, which means when you come, and it's taken from Deuteronomy chapter 26, verse 1, going all the way to chapter 29, verse 8. We are going to be in chapter 26, dealing with verses 1 through 11, and here we go. It says, now, when you enter the land that Adonai your God is giving you as an inheritance, and you possess it and dwell within it, you are to take some of the first of all the produce of the soil which you gather from the land that Adonai your God is giving you, put it in a basket and go to the place Adonai your God chooses to make his name dwell, meaning the tabernacle and the future temple. And it says, when you go to the Kohen, when you go to the priest in charge in those days and say to him, this is one of the first recorded instances in the Torah of liturgy of liturgy. You know, there's a lot of suggestive things that you can say, a lot of suggestive ways that you can pray and and implement worship. But this is one of the few times in scripture where it says, no, this is exactly the formula. This is exactly what you need to say. Now, many of us who come from a more Protestant background, we kind of poo-poo on liturgy. We say, oh, it's robotic. It's wooden. It's road. It's, you know, it's vain repetition, blah, 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 blah. And we try to stay away from, uh, uh, um, liturgy because the other side of Christendom, they're into liturgy and it just seems like a lot of it is just ritualistic and robotic and we're just so fearful that we're going to fall into just kind of a meaningless ritualistic rote and so we kind of go against it. But there's nothing wrong with liturgy. You know, a rabbi once said about the prayer book called the Siddur, because it's a bunch of formulated prayers, right? He says, don't turn the page of the prayer Siddur. Let the page of the prayer Siddur turn you. So, in other words, when you pray and you pray liturgy, that you pay attention to every single word that you say, and you meditate, think upon the meaning of the word, and that you apply the word to your heart, and you say it as if you were saying it off the cuff, you know, but... but uh, so these are uh, liturgy is not always wrong. It should draw us closer to God, not farther away from God. But you know, it's the same with singing. We say sing the same hymns and the same praise and worship songs, but we don't get bent out of shape at that. Songs and hymns are basically liturgy put to music, is it not? And we don't worry about singing the same things over and over again, but yet we fall into that trap where we're singing robotically songs that we've sung a hundred times and we're not even thinking twice about what we're singing. We're just singing because everybody else is singing and that's what we do. What's the same danger with liturgy? So let's put this into perspective. So if you read uh, Deuteronomy chapter 26 verses 1 through 11, it talks about the formulated prayer that somebody is to pray when they're offering first fruits at the tabernacle or the temple. And so um, it kind of recalls history. It's very rich. It praises God. So, you know, I'm sure that people probably didn't say this verbatim, but they made sure that all the elements were there and it became a part of Jewish liturgy. So uh, we shouldn't always be down on liturgy. Just make sure that it doesn't become uh, ritualistic and robotic. And if it's lost its meaning, step away from it for a little while. I usually pray from the Hebraic prayer Sador every day, but there's sometimes I know that my heart is not in it. So therefore I just have to pray from my heart, and I have to kind of get my uh, heart and mind in perspective so I can return to that uh, prayer book, because the prayer book is very beautiful, and I have drawn closer to the Lord as a result of it, and it feels good to know that something that I'm doing that that 
you know, millions of other people around the world are doing as well. You know, it's like we're in unity in this, and and uh, there's something beautiful about communal worship through liturgy. And I don't think that Protestants participate in liturgy enough. About the most Protestant churches do is may recite the Lord's Prayer together. But there's responsive reading in the hymn books that we should take more advantage of, and and uh, reading of the Scripture and liturgy that we should take more advantage of, uh, and make it uh, part of our tradition and make it very special. Guys, thanks so much for listening. Go out there and have a great day. Shalom and God bless.